something sexy. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm Kat Wonders, your host, and this is episode 75. So it's funny, uh, episode 25, episode 50, and episode 75, um, they're all milestones. And one day I'll get to episode 100. So <laughs> I am not really fancied up right now because I'm chilly. I feel kind of like I'm coming down with something. I've also sort of decided to do like a dry November. So there will be no concocktails today. <laughs> so I guess I'm not going to be drinking, especially if I think that I'm getting sick. Um, I know I could have faked it, but that's bullshit. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I'm just skipping that segment. I, I actually don't feel that bad. I just I've been working out every day for the past six days. I'm doing uh, a new workout regimen called 21 Day Fix real time. So it's a beach body program. Um, I did just about finish my um, insanity program, insanity max 30, um, before I went to my on my trip to South America, but uh, I didn't completely finish it. So now I'm back. I went crazy with food down there. And um, part of a major part of my enjoyment when I travel is enjoying good food. So um, I don't mind working my ass off before a trip to give myself a little bit more leeway when I'm down there. Uh, but now I'm like, damn it, <laughs> I got to get back on some sort of regimen. So uh, 21 Day Fix kind of caught my eye because there's so many programs on Beachbody. And I was like, what do I do? And then I enjoy the 30 minutes a day thing, like seven days a week. Usually the programs that are seven days a week are, there's a couple days in between er, during the week that are more rest days, but you're still doing something. So uh, today was the Pilates, I believe, was it? Or the yoga? Anyway, it's the first time, like I did do Pilates. I didn't really pay attention to what the hell I was doing today, but Pilates is certainly different. I never have never done Pilates before. I didn't really know what it was. I still really don't know what it is. It's just like more lengthening type exercises, but it kicked my ass and very core based. Um, so yeah, which is good. There's lots of stretching. I mean, the yoga, obviously there's lots of stretching and you need that in between, but I do like that it's consistent and every day with the 21 day fix real time, it's a brand new video. You're not repeating certain videos. All 21 days are completely different. And the host of um, this exercise regimen, 21 Day Fix, is gorgeous. And she wears a new outfit every day. And that is very motivating for me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I need a new outfit every day. But it gets so hot that I just have to wear a sports bra and shorts. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still wearing my sports bra and shorts. <laughs> See? And my running shoes. So there's that. I'm also not wearing as much makeup as I normally do. Uh, I braided my hair last night. And so that's why it's a little bit wild and crazy, but that's fine. Um, My week, it is November 4th. Actually, when you're watching this, it's November 4th. It's not November 4th. Right now it's November 1st. And... I started putting away my like miniature Halloween decorations and it just gave me like a little burst of excitement to know 
that ha Halloween <laughs> is around the corner. <laughs> that Christmas is around the corner. Um, and I'm just super, super excited about that. And it's snowing today for the first day that it's officially snowing pretty much all day. It's tiny. It's not really building up on the ground, but still it's snowing. So I did go to a couple Halloween parties. I was a NASA astronaut. I just was wearing a NASA spacesuit because uh, it was a little chillier the one day. And then I decided to whip out the classic leopard print cat suit, which is also warmer. Uh, so yeah, those were my Halloween costumes, if you guys were curious, because I was undecided, of course. Um, and it was so much fun. I got a little lit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I, part of the reason why I'm doing like a dry November, um, it's funny how you have like one night, you're like, I'm never drinking again. And it motivates you to just like, just quit drinking for a month and then you just get right back at it. But, um, for me, I will make an exception on when I film for my podcast, usually on Tuesdays to make a concoctail. The only reason why I'm not though today is because like I said, I don't want to add insult to injury. If I'm already coming down with something, alcohol will definitely not help your immune system. So I'm just gonna battle this off if it is a cold. Cause like I said, I don't really have any other symptoms besides extreme fatigue. And that's normally because my body is in like fight mode. And if you're wondering, yes, I have had the same freaking nails forever. Uh, it's going on four weeks now. And normally I never go past like two and a half, three weeks, but I missed an appointment stupidly just because of a timing thing. And then also uh, yesterday, my nail tech was like, I'm really sorry, I'm gonna have to reschedule your appointment. And I'm like, I'm about to go on another trip slash adventure. I need my nails done because they're way too long and grown out. And um, my pinky nail, you guys, is finally regrown. And I'm just so happy. And it's funny because it's grown almost double compared to my other pinky that didn't rip off. So um, I got them done obviously at the same time and I don't know what happened. All I know is that my pinky nail has grown out faster and I'm wondering if that's a normal thing uh, after you lose a nail. Does it grow back faster? Like what's going on there? Anyway, not that that's really interesting, but I just thought I would share that with you. Um, I have been Christmas shopping like a madman on my phone, my laptop, in real life. I'm going absolutely nuts. So October, generally, I've got the majority of my Christmas shopping done. I do put a lot of thought into my gifts and um, generally I'm ordering them online. It's very rare that I find a gift for somebody in my small town, unless it's like a craft fair, a Christmas fair or something, you know, and you're getting beautiful handmade pottery or something in that, in that realm. But um, yeah, I'm just super excited about the gifts that I got for my friends and family. And I am, it just makes me more excited for Christmas. Oh, also, and this is not even an oh, also, it's just something extra. I bought a little Curacao Christmas ball an ornament, a Christmas ornament, but it looks like Delft because it is a Dutch island. So it says Curacao and it's got like a little drawing on there. I can't remember what it is, I think a boat. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to put it on my tree. And another thing I wanna look for uh, for my tree is uh, those, st I, I wanna find some starbursts. I did find some at West Elm. 
I'm just afraid to order from West Elm because I have before. In fact, uh, I ordered a beautiful, It's a. it was a tree skirt, but it's this mustard yellow corduroy. And I thought it's so retro looking and vintage looking and all of my Christmas ornaments are vintage-y kind of. And <laughs> every time I go to Banff, because Banff has a Christmas store there, 24 seven, 365 days. I shouldn't say 24 seven. What I mean to say is all year round, it doesn't just come out at Christmas time. Um, but I'm going to be in Banff in about, well, I'm not going to say exactly when, but a few weeks. <laughs> and they have this Christmas store and they sell all of the vintage mercury glass ornaments. And, uh, God, last year I went crazy and I bought so many and they're not cheap. They're between like $16.99 and $24.99 each. And had, my basket was like, and they're all glass. So I had to be careful, obviously. I didn't overload it. But, uh, and, but my point is, is I'd love to go and find some starburst ornaments, like some, some silver and gold ones. Uh, because even though I have so many ornaments on my tree, I still feel like it looks kind of bald. It's weird. It, like the the tree that I have, it's a fake tree. It's actually a twinkly lights tree. It's a nine foot tree because I have vaulted ceilings and I've always wanted a tall tree. I almost went for the 12 foot, but I was like, that's a little bit too much. Um, maybe one day I'll have a 12 foot tree. <laughs> but right now I have a tree for my basement. I have a tree for my studio and I have my main Christmas tree. So even though the main Christmas tree has the twinkly lights um, and it's full and gorgeous, I just feel like I could put use double the ornaments than what I already have, which is exciting because I like the fact that I can still shop for Christmas ornaments. You know what I mean? I also want to get some specific ornaments for the tree that I have in my studio for... Christmas. It's a bit skinnier and I kind of try to keep it simple so it's not too crazy. But anyway, that's that. I'm just excited about Christmas. Got a lot of my Christmas shopping done and um, but still, I still have a lot more to do. Ski season is amongst us. It's coming actually. It's not amongst us yet, but that is also extremely exciting. Uh, I was watching <laughs> this. Um, she's gorgeous. She's obviously a full-time model, but I came across one of her videos because she was flown to Aspen for some modeling job. Oh, for Goldberg, uh, which is a ski wear company. And they make skis as well as like jumpsuits and all sorts of really great stuff. So, and the image was like five different models in five different color snowsuits. And they were just living their best life in Aspen. And I was like, I got to watch this video. So I fell in love with this girl that is uh, gorgeous and just naturally beautiful. And you could just tell she just is just anyway. Um, she was in Aspen and they were skiing and hanging out and it was just so beautiful. It got me so pumped for ski season. And it also got me pumped to buy more ski suits, like full body suits. What are they called? like just a ski jumpsuit. Oh my God. And Goldberg jumpsuits are really expensive. And she had like, not only was she obviously paid to model, she received everything that she was wearing for free. And I was like, wow, that's expensive. <laughs> like $2,000 ski suits, jackets, <sighs> wild. Anyway, so I was like, ooh, Goldberg. I went to their website and I was like, hey, it's a little bit <laughs> pricey. I'm all about having high quality stuff, right? But that is, I don't know. Can I justify it? If I was going to Aspen to ski, 
and I was, if it's going to be like a fashion photo shoot trip, then yeah. But <laughs> I get a little rough when I ski and I shouldn't say get a little rough, but I do like to look good. <laughs> anyway, their website's wild. Not sponsored, by the way. Maybe one day. Fly me to Aspen. I want to ski suit too. I ski for real. Have any of you ever been to Fiji? Because I think I'm going to go. <laughs> so um, during the winter time, I like to go someplace hot. I know I just was someplace hot, but uh, I need to break up the winter a little bit with a vacation. So Fiji has been on my list for a while. And uh, we I was talking to friends last night, actually, and we they were discussing Fiji. They brought it up and I was like, have you been to Fiji? They're like, yeah, we've been like three times. And I was like, what? Tell me all about it. I want to go. They're like, oh, it was like 20 years ago. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. It's probably changed a bit since then, but not maybe for the worse, maybe for the better. Um, but it's a bit of a trek to get down there. But to be honest, I don't really freaking care. It's a 10 hour flight, I think. Mexico is a lot closer, but I've been to most places in Mexico and uh, I don't know, Fiji just is got a different vibe, different everything. So apparently the food's really good. The music's good. So I'm excited. So I want to know if you guys have ever been to Fiji. Do you recommend going to Fiji? Uh, the best time of year to go, I think they were like I was reading and it was around... February, March, like January, February or something, which is perfect because that's the worst time of year for me here. <laughs> I mean, if this if the weather's good and the skiing's good, that's fine, but sometimes it's not. And then you're just like over winter. January, February, I think February is probably the month where I'm like, let's get the frick out of here. Because obviously November is leading up to Christmas in between. I'm busy. I'm filming for December, my 25 days of lingerie, or it may be 15 days of lingerie. I haven't decided yet. So I have to do uh, some research as to, and, and read feedback with regard to my high tiers being 25 days or 15 days, because they're more affordable if they're 15 days, but they're just not as long. I do think though that 25 days in December, kind of like an advent calendar leading up to Christmas is pretty fun. So I'm still undecided on that. I have to decide pretty quick though, because I got to start ordering shit. Um, anyway, so yeah, November, December, super busy. January, it's like a cool down from Christmas. Uh, and I've got a couple birthdays and stuff to celebrate in January that I want to stick around. But February, everything's over. All the fun's over. And it's the freaking, it feels like the middle of winter. February is a good time for me to travel. So February, Fiji, what do you think? Two weeks? Definitely. Anyway, let me know your thoughts. So it's funny, I was just randomly on YouTube watching videos as I normally am. And I came across this video. So it's called Autumn Night Coffee Shop Ambiance. Okay. It is a picture. I'm not going to be able to play this for you because I'll get a copyright strike for the music, but I came across this video and it's basically a beautiful simulation coffee shop in the evening. So this is the image. I'm going to play it for you without the music so that you can see the flickering lights and the leaves falling. And so, and then there's relaxing jazz music playing. I've never actually seen this before. The only time I've ever seen anything like this is the fireplace. And I always have that on at Christmas time because it's a fireplace and it's playing Christmas music. You can mute it, play your own Christmas music. But the, the ambiance of having a fireplace in the background crackling, it's lovely. But then 
was like this scene of this warm coffee shop you can almost smell the coffee and the scented candles and feel the warmth to have that in the background with this like jazzy music it just did something to me <laughs> I'm like I definitely am all about ambiance um, when I go out to eat in my own home um, when I go to other people's houses there just sometimes is a certain feeling you have just because everything is just glowy and the way they have it set up and homey feeling same with restaurants like a bit darker a bit more I don't know just cozier uh, and this having this on my big screen in my living room playing some like lovely relaxing jazz music as I'm just like making dinner and I could still watch like a little video at the same time if I'm like watching how to cook something or whatever and it's not distracting and wow I just I just didn't know it existed and I I went to the channel. I think the channel has like 75,000 followers. I'm going to link it for you um, because every video is kind of cozy with a bit of relaxing jazz music. I was just thinking, especially for like the Christmas season. I don't know. It just has a different vibe. But it's funny because every scene is like virtual reality. It's not real. It looks real from like a distance, but it's all done on a computer. So somebody's designing these backgrounds or taking these backgrounds and creating these videos. Like one is, um, and they're typically like from what I can see, restaurants or a rainy autumn day in a cozy coffee shop. Cozy autumn coffee shop with smooth jazz music to relax or study. Good idea too. Like if you have to concentrate and do something. Um, most of them I think are coffee shops. This one's yeah, it's always saying coffee shop, cozy coffee shop. But I was looking earlier and there was like, here, drinking coffee on a boat, watching sunset and listening to smooth music. Pretty impressive. It kind of looks like a pirate ship with the water going in the background. I mean, that's cool. And like I said, this is something I did not realize existed. And every coffee shop looks a bit different. Anyway, I don't know why I'm so blown away. I'm not really blown away. I'm just like, wow, all the evenings that I spend alone <laughs> instead of playing something on the TV in the background, right? And speaking of like all simulated or it's not real, made to look real, do you use VR, virtual reality? It doesn't necessarily even have to do with gaming. Like when I think about VR, I think about gaming, right? But it's not all about that because there are like adventures that you can participate in or go on where it is a bit interactive, but you're like going down the Amazon River and it's real footage. Somebody who went down the Amazon River and they've got a 3D camera and you can hear what's going on around you and you can see. And it's just like, it's strange. It's really mind boggling in a real way because your brain is like, what's going on? You know, like I can hear and see things, but I'm not really where I, I am. So I think it's maybe like sensory overload for some people, like going to a 3D movie. I recently saw Black Adam and it's, he's in, it's a DC movie. It's, it's a really like major action movie. And I was like, please don't let it be 3D because it gets old, like real quick. And maybe if it's done really, really well and you're in an IMAX theater and it really enhances like the whole experience. But for me, I don't like the 3D theater movies. I just don't. It just doesn't really. And it's not that it makes me dizzy or whatever. I think eventually my eyes get a little sore or like I kind of want to take the glasses off and like rub my eyes because um, it doesn't. It does enhance it a bit, but it's like 
your brain kind of knows what's going on and is like, nah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've seen them in like some smaller theaters and it makes a difference when you can see the edge of the um, of the screen. You know what I mean? The big screen because it's 3D up to a certain point and then it gets flat again. <laughs> anyway, so and to be honest, I don't own virtual reality. It's, I'm, I'm like if I visit my cousins or friends that have it and they're like, check this out. Same with <laughs> a virtual reality uh, pornography. That's crazy. That's really weird. Uh, anyway, but <laughs> that does exist. If you didn't know, now you do. Um, but imagine, you know, the experience for somebody who would love to travel somewhere, but no, they can't get there. Say they're in a wheelchair or they're too old to travel or they have restrictions. They can't move enough to get to where they need to or whatever reason. They can have kind of a virtual reality experience. Then I was having this conversation with a friend the other day and you know how you can FaceTime your friend and see them in real time. When we were kids, it was like, could you imagine if you could like see the person you were talking to right there? Like that was just so, such a futuristic thing. And that wasn't even that long ago. But even FaceTiming somebody in real time, that's amazing technology. Then I started thinking, what's gonna happen when put on a headset, they put on a headset, you could see them in their environment in 3D. They can see you in your environment in 3D and it's like, you're really there. Maybe you share a mutual environment, in fact. Anyway, I don't know how it would work, but that blows my mind. The thought that that is actually probably gonna happen in the future and probably the near future. So that's interesting. And then I started, <laughs> I started thinking about your loved ones that will eventually pass away. And um, could you imagine being able to go back and visit them in, in 3D, in virtual reality and hang out with them and have a conversation, whether or not it's a simulation, like they're obviously they're not really there, they're dead, but did they log 10 million words and can respond to you intelligently, you know, through virtual, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, or would it be a, um, a recording that you take of them that you can go back and revisit and revisit and see them there? Like, I don't know, it makes me emotional to think about the possibility that that is, and it is gonna happen. I know um, William Shatner, there's something going on with him, how he's gone through some process to log every answer to so many different questions and you can literally visit with him and have a full intelligent conversation and his answers will be pretty genuinely his own. So you have to do your own research about that because that's wild to me as well, that you can go through like a three, four day process where you, for eight hours a day, you're answering questions, saying different words, you know, discussing your feelings about how, you know what I mean? And then they take that, all that information and then create this virtual character of you, which is wild. Weird, weird, weird stuff. Um, anyway, also last night I was watching uh, Unsolved Mysteries. I love that they kept the original song at the beginning. I grew up with my mom watching that show and like both my parents and be sitting there in the living room as a kid and either just relaxing watching it too or playing with something else and just that sound and then having um, the main host of the show uh, who's since passed away I believe but they have him at the very end of the intro of the new Unsolved Mysteries. So 
it's just nostalgic and I, I just that song just takes me back um, on a quick side note I had a cab driver that sounded exactly like the old host of Unsolved Mysteries and I told him that and he says people have said that to him before <laughs> has the same voice as the guy that used to host Unsolved Mysteries. So I don't know what the guy's name is, but anyway, um, but I was watching Unsolved Mysteries, I think episode two, which is the alien one where they talk about, I'm sure it's episode two. Uh, anyway, I was kind of hesitant to watch it because I'm like, oh gosh, because I, I believe in aliens and I think that there's weird shit happening, especially recently and with all the new sh videos and things like that. And I've been watching Rogan and all the people that he's interviewed about seeing aliens. Um, they used to be called the UFOs, now they're UAEs or something, U e EPAs. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> You'd think I know by now. UAPs? Anyway, but what blew my mind, and it was it actually is a good episode. Um, what blew my mind is the footage that I've never seen before of one of these crafts. Like there's there's footage that I've seen. The majority of the footage is shit that I've seen before. But there's one clip of this object flying. I think it was white in the video um, really, really quickly. But then going down into the water at the same speed and coming up out of the water, going down into the water and out. And, not being affected at all by the water. That, to me, is the most compelling piece of evidence, if it's real, of course. It was taken, I think, by some US fighter jet. Um, that, in itself, like, that's not possible with any object, unless it's needle thin, you know what I mean? But it wasn't. It's like a, I don't know, a little oval, a little tic-tac, or whatever you want to call it flying in and out of the water at the speed, like extremely high speed. So that is wild and really worth watching the episode <laughs> just to see that. You can find it all online, I'm absolutely sure. But uh, yeah, that episode itself was really cool to watch. And it, it's, it's really based around a certain event that happened, I believe, in the early 90s, like 1994, I think and uh, all the witnesses and also air traffic control and whether people were all capturing this evidence and still to this day, unexplained. That's why it's on Unsolved Mysteries. I have to remind myself that there are no conclusions to these stories. Like to me, they're so well done, these Unsolved Mystery episodes, that it's almost like watching a documentary or something where there's a conclusion at the end, but at the end of these episodes, there's no conclusion. So it's like you're left hanging there. And it's it makes it a bit more compelling to watch as well because it is different than watching, you know, oh, he wound up in jail and this guy did it and look, it's not like that. But anyway. There is something on my roof. Santa? <laughs> Krampus? I mean, it's close to Halloween, so. Um, anyway, I have started to shop for my lingerie, for my lingerie high tier. I just finished my Halloween high tier. So much fun. I had a blast. And now I am preparing for December's high tier. Now, like I mentioned before, 
Uh, typically it's 25 days, so it'll start on December 1st and then go all the way to the 25th, right? So you kind of, it's like a, an advent calendar. And so I kind of, I do want to do 25 days because I definitely, I mean, I already have a bunch of uber sexy lingerie that has come in the mail that I am hoarding for the high tier. So I don't, I don't need to order that much stuff. But December, I mean, it's a busy month, but I kind of want to do 25 days. I know it's more expensive, but I think too, maybe December people want to splurge a little bit more on themselves as well, rather than just other people. So anyway, I, I'm still deciding. Let me know your thoughts. If you are one of my patrons or OnlyFans, let me know what you want to see what you prefer. 15 days or 25 days? Because an extra 10 days is a lot. So... I don't know. I'm going to try to figure it out. Also, I need some suggestions for lingerie companies. Sadly, Marie Muir, which I was going to order some pieces for, for this upcoming high tier. Um, they seem to have very, like no stock of anything. And I don't know if they're going out of business. I hope not. But the harnesses, they, they basically do like BDSM, like harnesses or, or just S&M leather, real genuine leather harness harnesses. They do body suits. They do lingerie. Um, but the harness sets are so well done. And I have two, a pink one and a blue one. But for Christmas, I wanted like a nice red one, a black one. I don't think they do white. I go on there. There's barely anything. And it it makes me so sad. So I even went as far as to go on Google and say uh, websites similar to Marie Mir so I could find um, more sort of unique pieces rather than like just lingerie. I kind of want to take it a little bit to the next level without making it about S&M. But that was, it made me so sad. So anyway, if you guys know of another kind of similar website to Marie Mir that will ship to Canada and that's not extremely overpriced because Marie Mir, their harness sets are expensive as hell. They're probably around $800 to $1,000 Canadian uh, for a set. But these are pieces of art. Like they were hanging here for, like I had them out. Uh, they're genuine leather, thick, genuine leather. They're so comfortable that you could probably suspend yourself from like, they're just, everything's adjustable. There's a lot of leeway. So if you're a medium, but say your butt's a little bigger and your top's a little smaller, then um, you can adjust it all. And it's just gorgeous stuff. And just the craftsmanship and I love it. I just love it. And maybe there's a new collection about to drop. I hope like they're clearing out all their old stock, but I am waiting and I'm afraid <laughs> that I'm not going to be able to find. I just have this vision of what I'm, what I really want, what I'm looking for. And uh, they don't have anything right now. So they do have some stuff, um, but not, not kind of what I was hoping. So if you have suggestions uh, as to where I could find something similar or just really decent lingerie in general, it does, does Wicked Weasel do lingerie? I'm sure they do. Because that, I just thought of it. I always think of Wicked Weasel as being purely swimwear. Let me just have a look here. Now they're going to be expensive, but I know their quality is unreal. Yeah, and they do micro lingerie. <gasps> Five days of Christmas pack. <gasps> oh my God, they have little gift boxes full of panties. 
And um, over the years, I've gotten a little more like nipply <laughs> with my lingerie uh, just because free the nipple, just let it out. Um, and that's where, I mean, Wicked Weasel are all about the nips. Wow. Okay. I just want to see what these prices are like for like this bodysuit. Let's see. 69 bucks. Well, US, that's not bad. The thing is, if I'm doing like 25 days as opposed to 15, it's a little harder to spend $100 per set or more uh, just because I'm wearing it for about 10 minutes and then it's going into storage. So that's where it gets a little bit kind of when it comes to spending a lot of money, but these are pieces that I'm going to keep and wear forever, right? Um, I can't even show you, like I could do a screen recording and show you what I'm looking at right now, but I can't because all I see is nips <laughs> on babes. So <laughs> YouTube doesn't allow that. Sorry. You can go check out the Wicked Weasel website yourself. Maybe pick out some pieces and let me know which ones I should wear. Fun. Well, that is all that I have for today's episode. I am going to go take a nap. <laughs> Aren't I so exciting, you guys? <laughs> oh, and I keep playing with my hair because it's really tough for me to like figure out how to wear it when it's so crazy. It's going to create a part and then have it down front. And that's that. I just, you know what? The sweater makes me think of a nice warm cup of tea or like a pumpkin spice something. Sweaters are where it's at right now. I'm actually making a, a pretty big uh, Abercrombie Fitch sweater order. I haven't ordered from them probably in like 10 years. It's crazy. Um, it's not that crazy. What am I talking about? <laughs> it's crazy. I just, it used to be like the thing when I was in high school, it was the thing. Abercrombie and Fitch, Hollister, um, but it was always way too expensive for me to afford. Uh, I used to work at Montana's Cookhouse and pretty much I was the shittiest employee ever. In one single shift, I spilled food on two people. One was red hot wings on a guy's white sweater. And the second thing was gravy on one of those like little gravy cups on the side of the plate off onto his lap. But it was like luckily not hot gravy. It was like warm gravy. But still, first of all, the guy's white and both of them were so nice about it that made it worse for me. I wish they would have just screamed and yelled at me and like been pissed than be so nice. That was worse for me because <laughs> I felt so bad. And after the gravy spilled, I walked to the back of the restaurant, the change room or whatever, uh, where everybody hangs their shit and cried my eyes out. And I was like, I have to quit. I just cannot go back out there. And of course the staff, because I'm, I wasn't old enough actually to serve alcohol, like to be a server. I was just like the hostess that would bust tables sometimes. And oh my God, I was so embarrassed. And the staff was always hard on like the, because they had to split their tips. Like the servers did not want to ever share their tips with the hostesses. And they'd always complain about the hostesses not doing any work. And then they, you know, they didn't want to share their tips with people that weren't working as hard as they were or whatever. And which I agree with and I understand. So I knew that they were going to give me a hard time. Luckily, like one of the um, managers came back to talk to me and he was really nice about it. And he was like, shit happens. They're not, you know, like it just gives them a story to talk about. It's that nobody's injured or anything. It wasn't like somebody got burnt or 
I know. And I was like, oh, I know. I just can't like, I just can't go back out there. And then I just had to suck it up the next few weeks that I worked there. I was definitely like people would be like, okay, don't drop it. You know, like oh, anyway, I was a bad employee. How did I get off on that tangent? Oh, about making enough money to buy things at Abercrombie and Fitch. No. So I went on their website. I was like, wow, this is actually gone from like heavily branded uh, Abercrombie t-shirts and hoodies and stuff like that to sort of a more sophisticated type of brand, which I didn't know. So I have my cart full of like 15 things. It's still, it's not cheap by any means, but it's also not super expensive. So like $89 for a nice sweater, as opposed to like, if you go to shop at Aritzia, my favorite place, a sweater can run you $295. But I mean, of course the quality's there and you're more adding pieces to your wardrobe, but I'm curious to see about these sweaters. So I'm gonna do a sweater haul from Abercrombie and then of course make a video about it and uh, put some outfits together. It's gonna be fun. And I've got lots of stuff like that planned for my future few months. And still gonna do swimwear, of course. Shit keeps rolling in, so we're just gonna give her. And that's it. That's all I got, you guys. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit under the weather, or am I? I don't know if it's just, like I said, me working out. Every muscle in my body is sore as hell. And uh, even <laughs> when I swallow, it's not a cold. It's these like tendons right here, because yesterday was, an extra 10 minutes of um, sit-ups or like 10 minute abs, they call it. And it was, there were so many crunches and I haven't done crunches in a long time. I shouldn't say a long time, but like a few months <laughs> that my neck was so strained that I literally, I only got through seven minutes. I had to turn it off. I couldn't do, I couldn't hold my neck up anymore. And I don't have normally a sore neck or weak neck. And these down the front, like right down here too. And I was thinking like, what the hell? It, I always do this where I'm like, why am I so sore? Like weird. And then I realized, oh yeah, it's because I wore, you know, like high heels for two hours and then I'm the front of my shins hurt or something. <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> Same thing with that. I was like, God, what the, oh yeah, it was the 5,000 crunches that I did yesterday. Uh, anyway, just a strange feeling to have a sore front neck. Have you ever had a sore front neck? <laughs> anyway, you guys, thank you for tuning in to this shorter podcast. Um, I didn't want to not film it. I know I didn't put a ton of effort into my hair and makeup <laughs> or my outfit, but some days are just going to be like that, especially, um, in the winter when cold and flu season is rampant and, uh, but I rarely get sick, so I'm good to go. Thank you all so much for watching. Please like this video if you enjoyed it and subscribe if you are not already. And I'll course, I've got my OnlyFans and Patreon. I always plug it because that's where I put most of my content. <laughs> so if you want to see more of me, and when I say more, I mean a lot more, that's where you want to go. We have lots of fun over there. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you made it this far, thank you. And uh, leave your comments down below, questions. Uh, you can email me at kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or like I said, leave a comment down below and, uh, let me know. Also let me know your thoughts on what was it that I, oh yeah, Fiji. If you've ever been there, I need some feedback, some Fiji feedback. Thank you all so much for watching and happy November so far. I hope, I hope you have an amazing weekend and I'll see you all in my next video.